Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, this is Anson Anderson, back again with another edition of Rockstar Classics. Uh, yep, for those who are unfamiliar, I uh, play classic rock with a twist. I tend to like to t- talk about the stories behind the tracks, as well as introduce listeners to some new music. So, uh, we've got today's show, we've got some uh, great music from Ozzy Osbourne, Accept, Megadeth. And some new music from Colour Mind and Struck Down. So, I don't know what the weather's like over where you are, but over here it's very hot. You could say it's a little bit like heaven and hell. Uh, I'm going to start things off with Black Sabbath and that particular track. Thank you. 
Sure, the uh, last part of that song has a lot of angels headbanging to it. Uh, that was Heaven and Hell by Black Sabbath off the album of the same name, which was from 1980. Uh, the song is essentially about a human's ability to choose between good and evil. It uh, was said to be one of Dio's favourite songs. This was something that Tony Iommi reiterated in an interview, in which he said that it was a song that he felt defined that particular era. Uh, Dio performed on three Black Sabbath albums. This was his first one with the band. Um, it was so popular that he would play this when he went solo, and it was such a a defining track. For for the uh, the band, that when Dio returned to Sabbath in 2006, they renamed the band Heaven Hell because he didn't want to play any Ozzy Osbourne era tracks when they toured. Uh, the band themselves released an album in 2009 called The Devil You Know. So I'm going to move on now with a new band from England called Struck Down. Uh, they had a new song which came out on Friday uh, the 31st of March uh, yeah what some of the influences that they cite are Black Sabbath hence why I chose to play that track first because I feel there's some similarities uh, with this band so this is struck down and the very uh, serious sounding of the Enforcer
that was struck down with the Enforcer taken from the upcoming new EP Two Witches which is out on July the 7th. Uh, the band were formed in Canterbury, England in 2014 and have evolved from a hard rock band to a, a more of a kind of doom stoner rock metal group I suppose. Um, uh, they released a debut album in 2019 and uh, two, oh, two, two Witches as a follow up to their 2021 release from Demons. Uh, the band have had lineup changes in the last re- uh, in recent years with um, Will Murr coming in to replace the bassist Andy Dixon and lead guitarist Pete, M- Pete McLarney coming in for Will Mason. Uh, the band themselves have built quite a f- reputation for themselves uh, having had one of their tracks uh, receive airplay on Kerrang Radio uh, in the last couple of years, as well as uh, starring roles on the new Blood Stage at Bloodstock Festival. So, if you want to find out a little bit more about that about the band, you can uh, follow them on Facebook, which is Struck Down UK. Uh, they have an Instagram account, which is Struck Down Official, and uh, yeah, you can follow them on Spotify and YouTube if you. <laughs> If you that uh, if you like that band that much, uh, so I'm going to move on now. Well, I'm going to keep on the whole uh, kind of stoner rock theme that I've got going on here with uh, with Clutch, and I'm not quite sure where they've spent their uh, holidays, but this is Slaughter Beach. <laughs>
Jaguar's clutch with, I guess it's called Sunrise on Slaughter Beach because that's the name of the album which came out last year via the band's own record label Weather Maker Music. Uh, that is the band's 13th studio album, which is a follow-up to 2018's Book of Bad Decisions. So uh, maybe I could have a look at that because I do seem to be getting these song titles wrong quite a lot. So I'm going to move on very swiftly now with Candle Mass, and I'm really I'm hoping I'm going to get this one right. This is Sweet Evil Sun. Candlemas with Sweet Evil Sun, which was taken from the ba- album of the same name, which uh, came out last year via Napalm Records. So now I am going to move away from this uh, Doom theme and uh, I'm going to move on with Ozzy Osbourne, who uh, some may think uh, has that stoner appeal about him. His head does seem to always be. Uh, on cloud nine. Well, he's got a bit of an identity crisis. This is Parasite. Well. 
Ozzy Osbourne's 13th studio album which came out uh, last year <laughs> where um, the album was called Patient Number no. 9 and features some uh, well some great guitarists such as uh, Tony Iommi, Eric Clapton, uh, Zach Wilde on a couple of tracks and the late Jeff Beck. It's uh, a very good album, very well worth the listen. So I'm going to move on, uh, well I'm going to go to a quick ad break and then when I come back I'm going to play Parkway Drive and Ground Zero. 
was Parkway Drive with Ground Zero, which was taken from the band's seventh studio album. Darker Still, which came out last year. There does seem to be a bit of a theme going on here. Uh, it was produced by George Haji Christou. Uh, the band themselves hail from Australia and been around for 20 years. Uh, and in that time, like well, like I said, they've released seven albums, one EP, even a book called Ten Years of uh, Parkway Drive. The band have had several lineup changes which resulted in this particular album being cancelled uh, for about a year because the band themselves uh, were struggling a lot with mental health and they thought it was taking its toll on their friendship so they took a bit of a step back but thankfully came back and uh, they recorded this album which received positive reviews from music critics alike me not being one of them so I'm going to move on now with a so I'm going to move on from a well, I suppose veterans of the Australian metal scene, to a new upcoming, well, rising band from Australia. This is Colour Mind with their latest single, Endless.
debut album uh, is currently being recorded by Jay Huxtable at Oracle Sound in Perth and is set to be released this year the band uh, I've been around for some time uh, mainly trying to build a name for themselves uh, well they'd be making waves in the local music scene they consist of four members uh, Johnny Esiak who is the band's guitarist and original founding member as well as a uh, uh, lead singer Jimmy Watson, uh, Matt Wenk on drums, and Tristan Chopping on bass. The band, uh, well, as you can hear, uh, play their own style of pop punk, which is a little bit like the Food Fighters. They've achieved international recognition for their debut music video, Sweet Surrender, which was filmed by Peter Renzulo from Scudley Films, and uh, took home gold at the American Golden Picture International Film Festival and Silver to right here at the Tokyo Film Awards for Best Music Video. Uh, the band's album tackles a range of important themes such as social and political issues that are close to the band's hearts. So I'm going to move on with Foo Fighters and probably one of the only songs I do quite like by them. This is The Pretender. Keep on 
that was uh, Foo Fighters ending up with what I appear what appears to be a rhetorical question. Uh, that was the Pretender of the band's 2007 album, Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. Uh, the track itself is the Foo Fighters' most successful song, uh, appearing in the uh, top of the Billboard 100. Uh, Sorry, it achieved its 17th week at the top of the modern rock rock tracks chart, becoming the longest running chart top in the history of this tally. Uh, the song is about political unrest and how people aren't promised that uh, to and that they're not they don't get the, what they prefer that they don't have their own ideas or interpretations. So sort of um, having uh, another person decide that for them. Uh, so I'm quite glad I got through that mistake. I'm going to move on now with Alison Chains and Man in the Box.
Uh, that was Alice in Chains with Man in the Box from their 1990 album Facelift. Uh, the song originally was meant to be about censorship, but in time it uh, actually ends up being about animal cruelty. Uh, so it started off with a Staley, well, the late Lane Staley, uh, d- explaining in an interview. Um, that the song was about his impressions of both censorship and meat consumption. He didn't like uh, musicians talking about getting political because he felt that they weren't qualified to preach about these kind of things. So, um, but uh, this soon changed when um, he went to have dinner with some Columbia Records executives, some of which were vegetarians. And the conversation soon turned to the way cows were raised in tiny boxes to be slaughtered for veal. Um, as explained in Alice Chains, the untold story by David DeSola, uh, Stalin incorporated these thoughts, inspired by that conversation, and he kind of worked that into the song. So, so in a way, he sort of compared that the censorship aspect of of things to how that veal felt. Uh, trapped in that box. Uh, so I can't quite remember what I said I was playing in the intro, but I think I'm going to finish off now with Megadeth, who are giving us a bit of a French lesson. This is Tout Le Monde. Don't remember where I was, I realized life was a game. Seriously, I took things The harder the wars became I had no idea What it cost My life passed before my eyes I found out how little I accomplished
that was Megadeth with a two Lamont of their 1994 album Euthanasia. The track has often been mistaken as a suicide song. Uh, this is something that uh, Dave Mustaine has denied in uh, in several interviews. Uh, it, I, the song itself, though, uh, Dave Mustaine explains that. Uh, during a concert at Webster Hall in New York City on October 25th, 1994, uh, Dave Mustaine admitted to the audience that he, uh, he did try to kill himself and that uh, his life was messed up. Uh, so he later clarified to say that it's not about suicide, that people, but what it's, it, it's really about is when people die, that uh, they don't get to say what they really feel so this song in a way is is kind of like a, a note to, to his loved ones to explain to them this is what I would say if I knew I was gonna die and I had the opportunity to uh, say what I really felt um, the chorus itself uh, I'm gonna try and learn this but I wasn't very good with French at school a tous la mon a tous la l'ami Je vous apologise if actually anyone in in France actually listens to the show. Um, that is translation to to all the world, to all my friends. I love you. I have to leave, and that is something that I am going to have to do now. So thank you very much to well, I don't have to do it. Um, thanks every very much to everybody who does tune in and listen to the show. I do appreciate it very much. Uh, I have been Anson Anderson and this has been Rockstar Classics. Until you hear my voice again, keep on rocking. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.